Welcome to the Female CEO Show. I'm your host, Courtney Quinn. I'm a corporate dropout turned serial entrepreneur with a passion for helping female business owners step into your power and reach your full potential in business and in life. I'm on a mission to empower more women to become their own boss while teaching them how to do it in a healthy, scalable way that supports your dream life so that you're running a business and not owning a business that runs you. Whether you're a seasoned entrepreneur or you're still toying with the idea of diving into your own business, you're in the right place if you're looking for tools to support you as you are navigating the world of entrepreneurship as a woman, because I'm going to get real with you on how to do so. Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, friends. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Female CEO Show. Today, we are joined by Laura Sulios. Laura is a multi-award winning medical esthetician and owner of Body Tuned By. Laura has genuinely learned to wear many hats throughout her career and in her business. After her own personal body transformation, learning how to reverse the signs of aging with nutrition and strength training, she knew she needed to help more women like her. I am so excited, you guys, to have this conversation with her. Laura not only works with women on outer appearance, but also with the inner body through customized workout plans, skincare treatments, and nutritional plans. She helps her clients achieve the body they have always wanted. In her own journey, Laura never imagined that she could lose weight, build confidence, embrace her body, and become a highly published fitness model. She was able to achieve all of this while being a wife, mom, and boss. Now, Laura is privileged to help so many other high-achieving women accomplish their impossible. Laura, welcome to the Female CEO Show podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, thank you. I am so excited to dive into this topic with you and just really focusing on like how we can be taking care of our inner body while we are, you know, running a business, while we're being moms, while we're being wives, doing all of the things and really making sure that we're putting that self-care as a priority. Um, And I am just like an absolute skincare junkie and all things anti-aging. So I'm super excited to hear from you. So tell us, let's kind of kick things off with a little bit of your story. Kind of tell us a little bit about your journey, how you've ended up here and why you are now the expert today. Thanks. Um, Okay. So I started off in aesthetics from a very young age. So I struggled with my skin and I had bad acne um, and I just, you know, when I was in high school and starting to go into like college route, I was really battling with my own uh, self-conscious with my skin. And that's what really made me kind of dive into aesthetics because I was starting to seek more natural ways that I could treat my skin without having to go like through pharmaceuticals. So that's why I ended up going into aesthetics because I started going to spas and started getting treatments, started seeing my skin was healing. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I love this. This is, this is for me. And that's why I decided to pursue um, aesthetics because I myself saw the changes in my own skin. And I was like, you know what? I knew how I felt 
and um, just that lack of confidence. And as soon as my skin started clearing up, just boost of confidence came out. And I was like, I could do this and help so many people. Um, and that's what really triggered me to go into aesthetics. Um, so I've been in aesthetics for, oh my gosh, close to 20 years now. So it's been a very long time. And, you know, I didn't start off with my own practice right away, but um, I built it up over the years um, and just decided that, especially after our first child was born, that, you know what, I don't want to work at a spa anymore. I want to do this on my own. And that's when I opened up shop at my house and started to do all of the medical spa services at home. And then fast forward to today with the body transformation uh, coaching, um, I again had another like a light bulb moment in my life where I basically was not happy with how I was looking. Um, I felt good on the inside, but my outside wasn't really matching. So um, that's when I decided to take things into my own hands and really started to weight train and um, start to really concentrate on my health as a whole, um, lost weight and just completely transformed my body. Um, and that made me go in, back to school and get certified so that I can do this for more people. So, you know, it's kind of always evolving, being your own boss and just kind of you know, your passions take over and, you know, there, there's nothing stopping you. So for me, I was like, well, why should I not go back to school? Like, that doesn't make sense for me to just be like, okay, no, let me sit on the sidelines. No, let me get more educated so that I can continue to help myself better. But now I can help even more people. Oh, I love that. I love how you said it's ever evolving, really being your own boss, which is so true. And I feel like for some people, it really can be ever evolving. And then other people really just kind of get stuck in a box of like, this is what I started. This is what's working for me. I got to stay here. But I feel like it's so much more fun and freeing to pivot and follow those passions and continue building and continue to be able to serve more people. I love that story um, and how it all found you. And you were like, I know that I can help other people by doing this. Oh, yeah. this is so cool. So you were talking about how you were unhappy with your body. You were feeling good on the inside, but not really feeling it on the outside. Mm -hmm. What is your advice for someone who is in those shoes right now? You know, they aren't happy with their body, but they're feeling a little overwhelmed. Like what would be some of those micro first steps for someone who is wanting to start a transformation? Yeah. First of all, I would say you need to prioritize yourself. Like you need to put your health first. If you're not doing that, I've said time and time again, like if you don't prioritize yourself, who's going to prioritize you? No one. Right. So, yeah. you know, it, it sounds a little bit overwhelming at the beginning, especially if you're not used to like working out or training or even watching what you're eating, but it's just like that little baby steps and, um, just, starting to do something for yourself. So even if it's something as simple as like, I'm going to go for a walk today, like it doesn't need yeah. to be that extreme. You know, it could just literally be basic steps that 
um, are going to help to guide you in the right direction so that you are building that confidence and that you are comfortable in your own skin. Right. And from that little like, you know, okay, let's walk 20 minutes a day or from there, then it's like, hey, you know what, let me, you know, look more into hiring a coach to actually help to build more strength, to give me a plan so that I know how to properly lift. And they're like someone like me working um, with a lot of women, you know, I customize my plans basically on each person and what they have. So if you're working out at a home or if you're working out at a gym, what your actual body composition is like, what you're looking for, long-term goals. And I customize and create a plan accordingly to all of those things so that it's something that is just solely for you. So you want to build more glutes? Okay, perfect. You know, we're going to add more squats in there, you know, so it's something more tailored. So, um, and I mean, ultimately, by putting yourself a priority, even just spending that like, what, 30 minutes a day, like it's really not that much time, but you just start to build this confidence in yourself. And, and that's where the true transformation comes because you've literally put yourself first, right? Oh, such great tangible tips. And I really love how kind of like intertwined in all of that advice was like a, you don't have to do this alone. Like you go get help, go ask someone, hire a coach, hire a trainer, find someone to support you in this. And I feel like that takes out so much of that overwhelm. It's like you decide that you're ready to make a change and you go find someone that can help you do that to make it easier on you. So it isn't like so scary and so daunting to have to do it yourself. Those are great exactly. tangible tips. And also it keeps you accountable, right? So you Absolutely. have somebody that you're, you know, reporting to. So, you know, you might, you know, if you're doing it on your own, that's the thing. You can easily go online. You can easily Google workouts and things like that. But the problem is if you're not doing it, what's the point in downloading it and you're not following it, right? But if you yeah. have someone that's holding you accountable to be like, hey, Courtney, you didn't show up today or you didn't do your workout this week. Like what's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Then it's, it's more of like, oh my gosh, like I have to do this because because Laura is going to realize that I'm not doing my <laughs> stuff and it just holds you accountable. And we need that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when it comes, like if you're not in the habit of working out, taking care of yourself, kind of whatever that looks like, having that accountability, having that, you know, someone there to help you get into that habit, then you're in the habit and you're good. But I feel like the, the hardest part is always that like when you haven't been doing anything, taking those steps to get into it and really create that habit or make it part of your lifestyle. Yeah. But I feel like even more for most of your listeners, like, I mean, your CEOs, like you've already taken the leap of faith to open mm -hmm. up your own business. So, I mean, to, to prioritize yourself, isn't yeah. that much scarier, right? Like I feel like opening up your own business is extremely scary because there's so many of the what ifs, right? So to basically start to prioritize your health is like, it will be like no brainer, right? It just, it will be second nature um, compared so to all the scary things that you've already done to create your own business. Yes. Like that is not the hardest thing that you've done this year. That's not the hardest thing that you've done this week or will do this week. <laughs> That's so good. I had a coach tell me that as entrepreneurs, we need to treat our bodies like we're professional athletes so we can be at our peak performance, you know, like working out, eating healthy, taking vitamins, doing all of those things so that like our bodies and minds are at peak performance to do the work. And 
I feel like that was really solid advice that I kind of embodied in my own life. Not quite to like the full extent of a professional athlete for sure, but just like that, you're right, taking care of my body is going to play a role in my performance in business as well. I think that's so important. So something I'm really interested in talking to you about is kind of like reversing the signs of aging with like nutrition or with working out. Let's, let's dive into that because it's never too early to start anti-aging. Absolutely <laughs> so not. tell us all the things. Absolutely not. So, I mean, first and foremost, yeah, like we're going to talk about multiple layers of, you know, reversing the effects of um, aging. And I mean, number one, I always tell people is simple water. Simple H2O, because a lot of times we are dehydrated and, you know, when you're dehydrated, it's your whole entire body, right? So, I mean, it's your liver, it's your organs, it's, you know, skin, it's everything. So by simply being hydrated, your skin actually looks more youthful um, and your whole body obviously functions at a better rate. So, um, you know, the, the water, like you should be really drinking about four liters of water a day. Um, and again, like I don't suggest to people, like if you're not used to drinking a cup of water a day, like to go and start chugging four liters, it's going to be too much for you. So you do have to slowly increase it. But um, in terms of skin, when your skin is dehydrated, you can see every single crevice. So any single crease, any single wrinkle is magnified because you're dehydrated. So as soon as you become hydrated, you don't notice even those fine lines anymore. Did you know that? <laughs> you're wow. Yeah. Okay. Another reason that we need to be hydrating, that we need to be drinking our water. I did not know that, but it, it makes perfect sense yeah. if your skin's all like dry and crepey. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're drinking water. That's number drinking one. Water, number, two. <laughs> no, number two now would be definitely your diet. So having a healthy diet. So when I say diet, I'm not saying like, you know, restricted calories and like, you know, you can, yes, absolutely. If you're trying to do a weight loss journey, yes, for sure. You need to be in a deficit of calories, but I'm talking just in a whole, making sure that you're having more whole foods, that you're not going and having, you know, the, the French fries and like all the fried, deep fried foods and, and stuff that's dead basically. So having something that is rich in nutrients and vitamins and minerals, um, that's what your plate should be full of, right? So, um, you know, your lean proteins, your, your vegetables, your like healthy carbs, your good fats, like you should be having a very healthy diet. What are some of your go-to like healthy recipes, quick, easy, like breakfasts, lunch, dinners? What does that look like for you in an average week? So for breakfast, I actually did a YouTube video of one, um, which is egg bites. Um, quick, easy egg bites. And you can basically mix any sort of vegetable you want in it. And my kids will love like, you know, feta cheese in it and whatnot. So something as easy as that, where you can make it ahead of time, put it in the fridge, and then it's a grab and go uh, breakfast. So you don't have to worry about, you know, yes, having to wake perfect. up extra early, right? Like make it the night before. And then literally you can eat it in the car as you're driving. It's so easy. Um, that would be my breakfast. 
for lunches. Like I honestly, I, I eat everything. I love food. So I don't really have an absolute favorite, but I want to say like, maybe I'll just talk about what I had today for lunch. So I had, um, like, uh, just basically steamed rice. Um, and then I sauteed ground beef and I put salsa on it. And then I had like a nice, like cucumber, onion, pepper salad. So, you know, Ooh. simple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that sounds good. But yeah, yeah, I love what you're saying. Like these things are, are simple and you can pack them with, you know, fueling nutritious foods. And I love how you said, you know, like not eating dead stuff, like mm -hmm. fast food, the fried, like really focusing on like the greens, the veggies, things that are more like colorful, alive. I think that's an awesome little tip. Yeah. And I also think like for a lot of the CEOs that are listening, you know, I get that like your schedule is jam packed and mm -hmm. you know, that you might not have time to meal prep or to grab the healthiest option. But you know what? There are so many meal prep companies that are out there um, that you can literally fill your fridge with pre-cooked like ready to heat, you know, chicken with the potatoes, rice that is healthy, that's not this quick, cheap food. Um, and or if you are in a bind and you're running out, like honestly, every grocery store that I know of in our area sells like pre-boiled eggs, sells pre-made salads, you know, so like you do have options, you just need to, you know, look for them as opposed yeah. to grabbing, you know, the, the burger on the way around the corner. Right. So there, there is options. Absolutely. I love that. Just being a little bit more open-minded about your options. Like I could roll through McDonald's or I could just go to the grocery store right next door and get out of my car and walk in there, get some extra steps, go get something healthy to eat and then be on my way. Still yeah. probably just take as much time as it would to like get through the drive-through line anyways. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And then anything for dinners that you love or recommend? So I, I love steak. <laughs> I love steak. So T-bones, sirloins, you name it. That's, that's my, I love steak. Oh, um, so any coming sort to your of, house. I know, seriously. <laughs> Even chicken. I'm not, I don't discriminate chicken or steak. Um, so I, yeah, like again, but honestly, I've, I actually focus and even working with my clients, we focus our meals around the protein um, because most of us are actually protein deficient. So we really need to change our mentality and start to make sure like protein is kind of the, the source of your plate and then everything else kind of on the sides. So I will basically prep my dinners based on what protein I want. So if it's steak, then yeah, I'll do like maybe yams or potatoes or rice or what, like some sort of healthy carb on the side and then vegetables, whatever vegetables I feel like, you know, big salads, uh, you know, cucumbers, tomatoes, peppers, like uh, sauteed, um, uh, you know, mushrooms or broccoli. Like, honestly, the list goes on. I love vegetables. Like, so, you know, and, and that's, I basically make sure that the protein is the center of the meal. Oh, I did not know that we were all like pretty much protein deficient. That is crazy. So any, any tips on how to get more protein in, in our days, like in our meals and snacks, aside from kind of like making the protein, the center of the meal? Yeah. If, well, once you start to realize like, you know, and you 
even if you start to actually like journal um, or even download, you know, any sort of, uh, you know, like my fitness pal or any sort of like a uh, app that basically will start tracking your food. If you start to do that, then you will notice yourself like, okay, you know what? Like, cause if you think about it, especially in North America, you know, I want to say like breakfast is first of all tend to really be like cereals or, um, you know, some toast with peanut butter, like, or like something that's really not protein source. Like it's, it's, you know, okay. There's a little bit of protein in your peanut butter, but not really. It's more fat than anything. Um, so by starting to you actually recording these things you will actually start to notice that, you know what, I actually am lacking protein in my diet. And that's where you'll start to notice that, Hey, I'm feeling more lethargic. You know, um, I don't have as much energy. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm feeling tired that I don't have, you know, um, just like that, that, that boost of energy that you need. And that's what protein does. It really helps you to just go on and give you that energy. Oh, okay. Good advice. And yes, I feel like I always need a little bit more energy in my day to like get me through my to-do list and all of that. Okay. So we're drinking water and we are focusing on like healthy whole foods and protein to help reverse signs of aging. Is there anything else that we can be doing? Exercise. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. So when you maintain a healthy weight, so, you know, even it's funny because a lot of times when people tell me, oh, like, oh, well, maybe it's better to be underweight as opposed to being overweight. But the truth is actually both are bad in terms of even skin. Um, So for underweight, what happens is that you actually don't have as much fat pockets. So you start to actually look more like hollow. Um, You really start to show more like fine lines, deeper wrinkles in the skin. Um, And then overweight obviously leads to more problems too in terms of like accelerating your biological age as well. So it, it basically both are not good. Um, so when you're regularly exercising, um, it's really going to help to just maintain that healthy weight, but then also it helps with everything. Like, you know, your, your bone structure, like helps with osteoporosis. Like there's so many amazing benefits to exercising and specifically weight training too. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about weight training is so good. Well, weight training is where you can actually start to build the muscle, right? So you're, you can basically lose your fat and then help to actually build up muscle and strength. So, you know, you, even something as simple as like weight training will actually just help you on your day-to-day movements, even better posture. So you're sitting at your desk all day long. Well, if, you, if you're starting to build up those muscles in your back, then you're actually going to sit you know, with, um, you know, more uh, support in your back, you're not going to feel like you're, you're kind of concaving, um, because you're building up those muscles and those erectors and they're holding you up. Right. So they're like, that's just simple reasons why, but there are so many more reasons as to why strength training is the way to be and the way to go. Oh, interesting. So for the women who are listening, who might be like, I don't want to get bulky. What do you, what do you have to say to that when it comes to strength training? 
Yeah, I feel like I think I was like that too when I first started training and I was like, I don't want to be like that. But the truth is, unless you're taking high, high, high amounts of testosterone or steroids, you're really not going to get bulky. You know, I've shared a lot of my like before and after photos. And, you know, when you look at my after photos, you would think that I am like way less weight than I am in my before photos. But because I've completely, you know, transformed my body, I actually more now than I did in my, than I did my before pictures. And so to me, I just like, that's proof. I just tell people like I lift weights. Am I bulky? Like you tell me, right. I'm not, uh, you get leaner. Like, so yeah. it, it is a misconception and you can Google that. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Good advice. Thank you for sharing that. I yeah. feel like that is knowledge that needs to be like really put out there that you're not going to get bulky. Like it's not as easy for us as women to like pack on that muscle. Like it is for the guys that are in the gym. So no worries. (laughs) I feel like there are only positives to like strength training and weightlifting as a woman is something that we should all be doing. Yeah. Um, Okay. So kind of going off of that. Mm -hmm. And this is like a little bit of like personal interest on my end to ask you this question for someone who is intimidated by strength training, weight training, getting started. Like we know it's good. We know we should be doing it. We know we're not going to get bulky, but it's like, that's intimidating. I don't know what I'm doing. How do you recommend that we get started? Like what are those first steps? Yeah. Like the first steps would be baby steps again. Right. So, you know, you, if you've never weight trained, you know, especially if you're hiring a coach, they're not going to automatically be like, okay, you're going to squat like 250 pounds. Like, no, that's, that's not realistic. Right. You're going to squat 20 pounds. Right. And then you can slowly build your way up. Right. So, um, you know, first and foremost, yeah, I would say absolutely. If you've never stepped foot in a gym, um, then you you do need to hire someone just to basically mm-hmm. guide you through it because you want to make sure that you are lifting properly. Um, and again, starting with these baby steps because, you know, again, like you, you can't just start from nothing and just go all the way up to like, you know, ridiculous weight, right? It has to be slowly increased. And, you know, there are some exercises, like even for myself, I can probably go up in the weight, but I don't, I don't want to, because I feel like that weight is good for me, but I'll just change around the movement instead so that I am getting, you know, um, a different, um, target or I'm getting better results or I'll do drop sets and I'll do like, like I'll just change around my routine so that my body is also not used to doing the same workout over and over and over as well. Yeah. Ooh, okay. This is so cool how we're really able to improve kind of like the outer appearance of our body just by focusing on the inner body. So I'm dying to know. Well, let's dive into skin. Let's dive into skincare. Yeah. What skincare tips do you have for us to help us look younger or things that we should be staying away from? You are the expert. Take us to church. Okay. Well, to stay away from, that's what you just touched right now. And I would say smoking, (laughs) number one. Yeah. Yeah. So like smoking and then drinking also like excessive alcohol. So um, both of these two basically lead to all types of health problems, but especially for the skin, um, you really age yourself 
um, no. by, by smoking and drinking excessively because, um, first of all, for smoking, you don't have oxygen in the skin. So our skin needs oxygen to look more youthful. So with something like that, it's, it's a no brainer. Um, and then for, um, excessive alcohol, that's where we can start to notice more signs of like even rosacea, um, acne breakouts, um, because the liver itself has been shot because it's been, it's, it's basically trying to clean all the alcohol. So it doesn't have time to purify the everything else. Right. So it just basically wreaks havoc, um, when you're doing, like when you're smoking a lot and when you're drinking a lot. So I would say those for sure to, okay. to wean Good. off of, um, yeah. not, not only just for your skin health, but overall health. Right. Definitely. Um, I, I strongly, strongly, strongly believe in wearing a daily SPF. Yes. So when we're exposing our skin to the UV, um, it really can damage um, and really start to create a lot of pigmentation in the skin and just show a lot of signs of aging. So when you're protecting it with a daily SPF, that's where you are starting to reverse those signs of aging and just keeping you know, um, your skin more youthful. Um, it, it still amazes me, honestly, that people don't wear sunscreen. Like I, I'm always shocked when I have clients that come in and they're just like, oh no, like it's winter time or whatnot. And I'm like, yeah, it's still winter time. That's fine. But you still need to be protecting your skin. Um, yeah. And then also even with the screen. So like a lot of the computer screens, uh, TVs, like phones, they all have the blue light. And what we're starting to see now, especially because of COVID, um, that people were behind the screens a lot, we're actually starting to notice that there's a lot more um, photo damaging that's happening on people's skin because of the screens. So wearing an SPF, you are going to be protecting yourself from even the blue light damage. Oh, that's important. I feel like so many women will think like, well, I'm not going like I'm not spending time outside today. But if you're going to be sitting in front of your screen all day or even in front of the windows, definitely a must on the daily. And I feel like that is such a great, easy anti-aging tip that the people who wear sunscreen versus those that don't, we're going to look very different in like our fifties, sixties. You'll be able to tell who was wearing sunscreen and who wasn't. Yeah. You can easily see it. Like even in my clients, when they come in for their aesthetic treatments, I could tell that they haven't worn sunscreen or they didn't in their youth. And now all of this crepiness is coming out in their skin and pigmentation and just damage. Right. So you know, when you're, when you start to come and treat it at an earlier age, yes, we can, you know, blast it with the lasers and, you know, IPLs and, and get, you know, that, that skin recharged and refreshed. Um, but you know, when you can protect it from the gecko, that's easier. So definitely. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else that we should be avoiding when it comes to looking youthful and glowy? I would say those are the two like major, major, like or three, I guess, major ones. Um, And in terms of like actually going into proper like skincare and how to maintain a proper skin health, 
you need to invest in your skin. So mm. investing in your skin in terms of like high quality, pure um, ingredient skincare, um, home care. So, you know, your cleansers, your toners, your serums, your moisturizers, your eye creams, like you need to have a proper like morning and evening routine. Um, and then also like aesthetic treatments. So, you know, it is possible to actually stimulate the collagen and elastin um, through treatments like the IPLs and chemical peels and microneedlings um, and laser treatments. So by coming in and doing treatments um, on the skin, that is ultimately going to help to reverse the signs of aging, but also really stimulate your, your natural collagen and elastin in the skin as well. Do you have any recommendations on what we should be looking for in products that we're investing in or even brands that you recommend? Because I like it, there are so many, it can get so overwhelming and they're obviously not all created equal. Exactly. Um, so for me, I use and sell Esthederm, um, which is made in France. Um, and I really the quality of the ingredients is fantastic. Um, I mean, in terms of knowing, okay, if you need a vitamin C or hyaluronic or whatnot, that's very skin specific. So for something like that, you would actually need to be properly assessed so that we know how, like which, which line to properly give you. Um, but in terms of, you know, good quality, uh, brands, you need to stick with the Europeans. Um, okay. In in Europe, um, they've already banned around 1,900 plus toxic ingredients in their skincare. Um, unfortunately, like Canada and the States is not even close to that. So that's why for me, I tell a lot of my clients, like that's why I only use and sell like Estoderm specifically. Um, and that's why I only stick with the Europeans. I mean, Europeans altogether, like their skin, their fashion, their cars, you know, like that's what we need. That's what we look after for. Right. So something like, especially for the skincare, hands down Europe. Ooh. Okay. Awesome tip. Should we be looking at just medical grade skincare or if it's European, like is our, you know, is it a little bit more fair game? Um, I would say, yeah, like medical to professional skincare, like something okay. that you can't get over the counter um, okay. that, yeah, just because so you, you want somebody who like me that has been in this field for a long time to actually properly assess your skin and tell you, this is what you're going to do. This is how much product you're going to use. This is what you're going to use at night. This is what you're going to use at day and actually properly guide you through it. And that's where you're going to start to have the skin of your dreams because somebody's actually taken the time to walk you through it and give you better, like, you know, professional, um, high quality grade products. Oh, love that. Okay, this is your excuse to go get a facial, go see an expert, get the recommendations. This is your sign yes. to do it. Yes. And then can you, since we're like we're having to invest in these products, can you kind of start with like one or two and then keep adding more on as you go and kind of do like short bursts of investments instead of like one giant investment? Yeah, like I would say the basic products that you would need would be cleanser, toner, um, your serum, 
your moisturizer, and then your sunscreen. So like that's five, but that's like extremely basic. Um, you know, from there then yes, like exfoliations, um, you would add in like a deep cleanser, your eye creams, um, skin oils, like, so you can always grow from there. Um, but then again, it really does depend on the person, you know, some people, when I see them, I'm like, you know what, actually, like we definitely need an eye cream because you're starting to get little, like, you know, um, bags under your eyes or whatnot. So we need to start to tackle this now before it can get worse. Right. Um, or somebody gets maybe like, um, the occasional breakout or full on acne. Well, then you do need a spot treatment. So it's very, um, specific with each person and what their goals are and what their skin is currently looking like. Definitely. Okay. That's fair. So when it comes to treatments, are there any that you like you really recommend that that we go get or that are worth investing in? So for the average, like without seeing anyone's skin, yeah. I would say, yeah, like it's hard because obviously, you know, everyone's got their own um, like skin related issues or or something that they want to actually tackle. So, you know, when you're dealing with like, let's say something like acne scars, you know, with something like acne scars, then we're definitely going to be looking more towards like microneedling and fractional resurfacing treatments um, because it's going to be a lot deeper of a treatment. So we're going to be able to stimulate that collagen elastin, remove all that um, buildup of, you know, scars and uneven texture texture and tone and reveal that nice new uh, texture and uh, evenness on the skin. So, um, but very generally speaking that every skin can benefit from would be something as simple as an IPL. So IPL stands for intense pulse light. And with IPL, it really helps to stimulate the collagen. It helps to even the skin tone, helps for overall texture. You can target like broken capillaries or like rosacea and redness in the skin. And you can also target pigmentation. So any sort of like age spots, liver spots, whatever you want to call them, darkening spots, we can target with the IPL. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else that we should be doing to help make sure we look all like youthful and plump and hydrated. I would say the only other, like two other additions, um, sleep (laughs) number Mm. one. Um, I feel like, like, you know, our bodies need sleep. So not even just for the skin, but your overall like health. So even in terms when you're starting to like exercise, you know, if you're not having a good night's rest, then your body is not rejuvenating and recharging. And that's the same as the skin. So, you know, during sleep, our skin is basically entering this like repair and rejuvenation phase. So that's where, you know, all of the body starts to restore itself. During the daytime, it's more of like fight mode where we're basically trying to fight off like environmental aggressions, the sun, you know, and our skin is just constantly like trying to break off like pollution, etc. So, you know, the, the sleep time is the the best for for not only our skin but our overall body so i would say sleep for sure okay, and then 
The next one would be supplements too. So if you're not able to get a lot of your um, uh, supplements through food, I mean, depending like right now for me, it's winter time here. So, you know, we're, we're not having as much of the fresh fruits and vegetables that we have in the summertime. So that's where we need to start to look into like supplements. So, um, uh, you know, something as simple as like taking a collagen, you know, taking your vitamin D's. Um, I personally love a B complex. I love vitamin A, you know, I love zinc. So there are lots of um, specific skin supplements too um, that will really help to, you know, keep your skin, you know, ageless. (laughs) Oh, amazing. I feel like that's a tip that people don't really talk about when it comes to skincare is supplementing or, you know, really kind of what you've been talking about this whole time is like really focusing on the inner body that will then reflect on the outside. That is great advice. When it comes to sleep, should Mm -hmm. we be using silk satin pillowcases? What are your thoughts on that? I personally use a silk pillowcase. Um, so yeah, I, feel like I do. I do. Do you? Yeah. yeah. It, honestly, like, first of all, it feels nice and cool onto the face. Um, so I, I love that feeling uh, specifically, but also um, it really just helps, especially if you're like a side sleeper, because um, like typically like the cotton pillowcases and stuff like that can actually leave creases onto the face, whereas yeah. a silk does not. Um, but either or like whichever route that you decide to go with your pillowcase, the important thing is that you do need to wash your pillowcase often. A lot of times people do not. And especially when I'm dealing with like my acne clients, I actually get them to change their pillowcase every single night. Um, and I mean, it might seem a little bit extreme, but the the importance is that basically you're not putting your you know, bacteria on the same, you know, spot every single night. So that's why you do need to change it every single night, especially if you're struggling with like, you know, acne or congested skin. Um, For the average person, I would say once a week minimum. Good advice. I like that. Yeah. I mean, just like think about how gross our hair can get. And then that's just like all over the pillowcase and then you're putting your face on it. Yeah. No, wash those things. That sounds Brody. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome advice. So tell us, Laura, how do you balance it all? Balance being a mom, having like multiple businesses, wearing so many hats, having so many different passions, like running successful businesses and, you know, keeping your head on straight. How have you found the best way for yourself to balance this? So it might sound silly, but I, I really found that once I started working out that that really helped me to focus, um, and just, yeah, get out my stresses, um, and just spending that time working on myself just made the rest of the day go smoothly. So for people that don't work out, they might think it's a little bit silly, but once you start to work out, um, you will actually start to see that, that it just really has this like balance and this harmony. Um, and honestly, I'm not afraid to delegate. So I feel like that's what really helps to just, you know, balance like life and work um and just all the successes of having your own business is that you do need to delegate so you know if if you're having troubles you know whatever it may be just 
sending off an email and being like, hey, now you're in charge of it. It's off your shoulders. The stress is gone. So you you do need to do that. I'm obsessed with both of those answers. I agree. Working out, which almost seems counterintuitive, like you feel like you would be expending energy, but it energizes you. And for me, I work out in the morning. It gets me up and out of bed because if I'm just, you know, working from home and especially if I don't have any meetings scheduled for the day, like it's hard for me to get up and get out of bed. So having that workout has helped with that so much and just makes me so much more productive during the day. It gets my day going, but it helps me sleep better too. Like truly working out like three to five times a week has completely changed my life and like my work day. So I absolutely agree with you on that. Even if you feel like it's going to be counterintuitive and like you want to preserve the energy you have, it will help. It will give you more energy for it sure. Does. It, gives you, <laughs> it gives you more energy and it's, you know, I wouldn't have thought until I've started going through this process myself. And now I'm like, I cannot imagine what my life would be like without that workout. Yeah. And just like a good time for you and yourself kind of clear your mind. But I feel like for me too, the like mental challenge of it is good too. Because like I'm pushing myself in my workout. It makes me more mentally tough and strong to like push myself in my business or to do those tough things. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a must. And I feel like if you haven't, if you feel like you don't like working out, you just haven't found the right thing for you yet. Like there are so many different ways that you can work out. Like keep trying. If you keep trying to like run and that's what you just are, you're in this like toxic cycle of running and then quitting and then running and then quitting. Like that's not your thing. You need to find something that makes you excited and makes it easy for you to show up. So maybe it's time to look into strength training. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. And they say walking is the new running now. (laughs) Honestly, that is so true. That's funny. I feel like running is really... You don't really see too many people running anymore. People talking about it. Everyone's on their hot girl walks. Yes. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. So what is, oh, and delegating too. Mm -hmm. Awesome piece of advice as well. That's a great way to find balance. Um, How I have found a lot of balance myself was just kind of like letting go of some control and not feeling like I needed to have my hands in all of the pots, like doing all of the things. So both. Very solid pieces of advice, kind of like life <laughs> and business. Um, I love those. So last question for you that I ask all of the guests on the show. What is one piece of advice that you want to share with the female entrepreneurs that are listening? Now, maybe a lesson that you've learned in business or in life that you think by sharing it will help someone maybe avoid making that same misstep. I would say, especially at the beginning, starting your own business, it's very hard to say no, but Mm. you need to learn this lesson early because sometimes when you don't say no, things drag on for longer than what they really should have been. Um, And I would also say sticking with your gut too, which kind of coincides with saying no. Yes, that was a very tough lesson for me to learn listening to my gut, especially in business. And I had a year like my first year in business, it was just like, I wasn't listening to my gut. And every time I had a bad gut feeling, 
and push through it anyways, something blew up, something went wrong. And so it was actually, it was in 2022, like my new year's resolution for business was to listen to my gut and to let it make the decisions and to like really listen to it when it was speaking up made a huge difference. Last year was a significantly easier year in business for me, but that doesn't mean that it was easy. You know, sometimes that was like saying no to clients. That was like refunding people who had already paid me and being like, actually, no, no, this isn't a good fit. I have a bad feeling, but the, the payoff was like my peace. So it was worth it. But that is, that's an awesome piece of advice. Um, really listen to your gut. Take yeah. that from both of us. Like, don't learn that the hard way. <laughs> don't yeah. learn that one the hard way. Listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> it will save you so much stress and trouble. And the saying no, you're so right. Like we have to-do lists that are a mile long already. If you don't have the capacity for it, and especially as an entrepreneur, if you don't have the desire for it, you don't have the excitement to do it, say no. Like if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Yeah. Because our time is so precious. But like, I don't know, the cool thing about being an entrepreneur is you get to decide what you do. You have all of that say. It's not like you have a boss who's like, hey, I need you to do this. Or will you do this? It's like, uh, no, no, I don't I don't want to do that. So I'm, I'm not going to do that because I'm my own boss. <laughs> exactly. We need to lean into that more. Exactly. Oh, Laura, this was so much fun talking with you. Thank you so much for sharing all of this incredible knowledge with us on like healing our bodies, nurturing ourselves, healing our skin. I love how we're really like, we're focusing on the inside. And when we focus on the inside and like focus on our bodies, that's going to reflect on the outside too. I think that is such wonderful advice that really people just aren't talking about, you know, they're like, Oh, you have skincare problems. You know, here are all these skincare products, but we're not going to talk about diet. We're not going to talk about exercise or hydration or supplementing, like just try these products. Um, so I think you bring a really important conversation to the table. And I love how you are blending like skincare and fitness and nutrition, like how you're blending all of this together in your business. I think it is revolutionary. I think it is so Thank cool. You. So Thank yes, you. of course. So please tell us how can people find you? How can people connect with you, work with you, all of the things? Yes. So my website is www.bodytunedby.ca. Um, on Instagram, I have two. So Laura underscore Sulios and then body underscore tuned underscore by. Um, and then I do actually send out um, free weekly um, text messages um, that basically are tips on how to reverse your signs of aging. So if you want to subscribe to that, all you need to do is text the word ageless and then the number is 416-628-9879. So I'm sure you'll put it in the show notes, but uh, yes. I can repeat. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Okay. I'll be signing up for those. Yes. I'll have everything linked in the show notes for everyone too. So you guys can have easy access to go find and connect with Laura. Oh, Laura, again, thank you so, so much for your time today and for joining us on this episode of the Female CEO Show. And thank you for listening to today's episode. We will catch you on the next one.